0: Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language Podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Bonjour. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language Podcast. Good to have you back. In this strangest of times, uh, I know for many people. They're getting a lot of language learning done right now, um, but I know for others, especially those with kids, that they're not. So it's a, as usual, it's a kind of a really big mix of people and situations, and everything's a bit different depending on, you know, one person to the next, one street to the next. Even it's a crazy time. Apparently, uh, ingesting disinfectant is the, <laughs> is the way we're going to get through this, according to Trump. So, um, goes without saying that I don't endorse that. Please don't ingest. Disinfectant, guys. I, I, something tells me it's not going to protect you from coronavirus. It's, yeah. How to uh, how to tell fake news from the real news? Eh? It's very it's very difficult. So anyway, before I get myself into any trouble, I think we should probably uh, move on. So what's been going on in uh, in Ollie's world? Well, a lot of stuff as usual. I tend not to slack. And uh, this is, uh, this, is <laughs> this time is no exception. I really enjoyed my chat with Matt versus Japan, um, not his real name. Um, last episode, I've got a few more interesting people coming uh, coming this way on the podcast. I'm kind of in the mood for having uh, conversations with people right now. So I'm going to see if I can find some interesting language people, bring them on the show, and um, so you can you can hear what they have to say. And uh, we've got a lot of books on the way as well both short story books. And um, I'm actually, I don't think I've really talked about this before, but I'm actually in the middle of building out a a publishing company called Ollie Richards Publishing. And it's going to be a kind of traditional publishing company where we just make books and um, we, we try and get them into bookshops and libraries and schools and things um, around the world. And uh, basically I'm using it as my playground for, for books. (laughs) It's like I, I have all these ideas for books, for language books, the kind of books that I would want when I'm, when I'm learning a language and um i really just want to kind of make those books and put them out there so uh, we've got a lot of a lot of books in the pipeline i have a fantastic editor on the on the team now ellie who is from italy and she's absolutely brilliant she is pioneering she's what's the word she's uh, she's task forcing our our <laughs> our production for uh, for the new publishing company and um, at some point in the future we will be going out to to you guys and asking for ideas maybe maybe you have a book in you or maybe there's a language book that you'd like to produce that you think would be cool for for us to make or maybe you'd even like to make it with us Got lots of ideas for that I also um, I'm planning to kind of take the my um, various ideas for language learning material and book out to a A more useful audience as well. No, that's not the right word. More useful. So a more kind of to an audience where we can have a kind of deeper impact. So I'm I'm starting to make some books which are specifically for the school market. I'm thinking particularly people at kind of high school level who are learning languages and but just you know don't find material very interesting and it's difficult for teachers as well because they can't find material that interests their students. So we've got books coming on some very interesting topics which you would not expect from me, but they're coming and they are on topics. Ranging from World War Two to climate change, and these are all written in different languages, and of course, using my, 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 my. They won't all be story-based as such, but they are material that's written specifically for learner audiences. And so, you know, for example, if you, if you like the idea of reading about the history of World War Two or the or the science of climate change. In your target language with kind of learning support and all of that then that, that's the kind of stuff that we're thinking of putting together and some of it even might be in progress now who knows so anyway we're uh, working on uh, on building up capacity for this for this publishing company exciting times um i'm also that this also won't be affecting uh, in any way my my partnership with the fantastic uh, teach yourself who you continue to put out new books um the arabic audio unfortunately has been coronad so that hasn't happened but it it will happen and we've got lots of new intermediate short story books coming out towards the end of the year as well we have a new book of 101 conversations in mexican spanish which is going to be interesting useful for some of you guys in the in the us who are quite partial to a trip to mexico um and yeah i i let, I let something slip on a live stream the other day um, it was actually part of the boot camp that I'm running at the moment. And some people were asking about my conversations program. And conversations is a course I have, which uh, aims to improve your listening comprehension in the languages that you're learning. And people love the story. They are absolutely obsessed by the story, which is brilliant because the, the story is really, really good. And they've been asking, it, is there going to be a, a follow up to conversations? And the answer is. Yes, there is. We're working on it right now. In fact, we had other stuff planned for this year, but we've kind of put it on hold because of the, the coronavirus situation. But Conversations 2.0, a continuation of the story, but not in the way you might expect. I'm not going to go into too much more detail right now. But let me just say, you will remember from from Conversations, if you've, if you've been through that program, that, um, that the couple, there was a couple who left the big city for the countryside and all kinds of crazy shenanigans uh, went down in the countryside, but you never knew you never found out because you were never told why they left the the city. And it turns out that something quite crazy happened to precipitate their departure from the city. So conversations two is actually going to be a prequel a bit like what happened with star Wars. So you're going to get to find out what happened to them before they left the city, why they went to the countryside. And it's a Pretty, pretty, pretty good story, but that won't be forthcoming. You'll have to wait a few more months for that, I'm afraid. Anyway, I'd like to thank the sponsor of the show, the wonderful italki, and uh, I talking fat other subject of today's question. And uh, so I won't talk too much about italki, other than to say that if you'd like to get a free lesson in the language of your choice, or just practice speaking a little bit and have a financial contribution towards that, then you can go to my link. Where you'll get $10 of free credit to put towards language lessons. And that link is I will teach forward slash free lesson. That's I will teach your forward slash free lesson. And that brings me neatly on to this question from Luca. And it's a kind of long. So um bear with me, but I, I want to read out the whole question because it's brilliant. And then we'll uh, we'll discuss that. So Luca writes, Dear Ollie, in 2018. I'm not sure I can remember that far back, in 2018, shortly before your Italian project, I asked you I asked you whether you would become a full-on crasher knight, like Steve Kaufman from episode 265 of the podcast. I said that I'd always found that reading and listening a lot without additional gimmicks, like exercises, class play, uh, classes, role-playing, etc., was the most effective and efficient way to learn a language. You said talking to me here, that you ba- you basically agreed with my observations, namely that you've started to adopt this view also, but that you wanted to revisit the question after your Italian adventure. Now, I think it's clear that you've pretty much come over to our side. However, I would like to ask you about your current position on speaking early. When thanking italki as your sponsor, do you now think that one should use this excellent service at the later stages of language learning, or would you still say it makes sense to start speaking early? I think that there are, for all intents and purposes, no language learning benefits to speaking early. Interesting. Uh, sure, you can start speaking early from the get-go if you like, but this will not be efficient. If the goal is to learn as much as possible, as quickly as possible, one should stick to reading and listening until one has something to say and a way to actually say it. There may be psychological benefits to speaking early, like overcoming shyness, but speaking early is not efficient from a strict language learning point of view. Do you agree? <laughs> End quote. Okay, kind of long. What he's asking is, so I, a couple wh- wind the clock back a couple of years and the Ollie from a couple of years back would have said, you know, I'm kind of, I'm pretty interested in this input only approach to language learning where we basically don't speak or study, but we're just kind of listening and reading. And, um, and since then, I have, I've become more and more an advocate of that. And for that reason, what am I doing with a sponsor like italki and encouraging you guys to go and speak it's a good question so let's talk our way through this now i mean i guess the first thing to say is that there's there's no one size fits all equation um so that's the first thing first kind of obvious point to make and there is no i don't think there is one correct way of language learning because ultimately listen if we listen guys if we boil this down what is where do we get? To? What's the kind of um, the, the the reduction of this of this issue? Language learning at, at its simplest is understanding how you learn languages best and then doing that, isn't it? So there are people who learn languages different from me and they are just as successful, and that's great. So who am I to tell them um, otherwise now i I do agree that in if if we were to kind of map out a ideal language learning path, then it stands to reason that you're gonna start with a lot of input, because if you don't have input, you don't know anything, so you can't talk, therefore you can't output. So you're gonna start with a lot of input, and then over time, once you know stuff, words and phrases and grammar and stuff, then you can begin to speak armed with stuff that you can say. Now, the opposite would be the opposite approach would be that you start speaking uh, your new language right away, but that, but then of course, not knowing anything as as a complete beginner, how can you talk? That's kind of the point, right? So I think it does make sense in an ideal world that the just like when you just like how we learn language as a kid basically you listen and listen and listen for years and then eventually you start speaking when you're ready and then that improves over a long time and then you get to a point where you're kind of then speaking well and also and also continuing to learn through input you know in a way if the the question is how do you get to the highest levels of, of a language then, the, in a way, the speaking question kind of becomes irrelevant because the point at which, let's imagine, let's say, let, let's 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 posit that a B1 or B2 level is the point at which you're kind of quite comfortably using, you're you're speaking the language and you're understanding it fairly well. You see, in 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 the big picture, that's just the beginning. You know, think about the discussion with Matt in the last episode. You know, getting to a point where you can where you can speak and understand to a decent level, is actually relatively straightforward when compared to the job of getting really good. To get up to a C1 or C2 level in a language, you're talking years and years and years of work. In most languages, to get up to a good C2 level, where you're basically at no disadvantage to a native speaker, it's at least a 10-year project. So from that perspective... When you look at that in the round, the point at which you start speaking is is is, is kind of almost irrelevant because because you, that just really refers to the very early stages of learning of uh, of learning a language. So I guess this question of how soon should you start speaking is most relevant to people who are kind of just getting started with their first language and not quite sure how to go about it. Because I mean, so Luca, I'm sure you'd agree that, however we me you or, or someone else might differ in our approach to language learning basically as soon as we know and understand how we learn best and how we like to learn then we don't care what anybody else thinks right we just we do the things that we know works for us and so what we're, what that takes us to is the territory of giving advice to other people and so when i think about you know my position with this platform and and, and stuff like i'm I'm thinking right i'm going to give advice to someone about language learning and i have to think okay should i advise them to speak at the beginning or later on and the answer is of course that that that, that wonderful answer uh, which solves all problems it depends i think that in 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 like theoretical terms and with all things being equal yeah you it doesn't make sense to start speaking at the beginning because you don't know anything so you may as well just read and listen a lot get lots of input build up your knowledge and start speaking later but things are never that simple are they i wish things were that simple they never are how do you cater f- to, for example, the person who is—I um, don't know why—that dog always starts barking as soon as I start recording podcasts. It's so that, that dog, I'm going to have to have a word with that dog because I really don't think he understands—he or she understands—that I'm recording podcasts over here. So, going to close the window, and let that dog bark on his own. Hopefully, you can't hear him anymore. So, you know, what do you do with the person who's learning a new language and is and finding it hard going? Like they're, they're kind of frustrated. They they find it hard to stay motivated. And then you're kind of very dogmatically, you, I mean, I'm talking to me now, I'm kind of here there dogmatically saying, no, you can't speak. Do not speak. You have to keep listening and reading and only input, input, input all the way. And that person then gets more and more demotivated because they don't have the the track record or wherewithal or experience to, to trust that if they carry on, they will eventually learn enough to be able to speak really well you know that person in that situation needs motivation you know so really the the more important question is not when is the right time to start speaking it is what will keep you motivated the best because you show me someone who's motivated in their language learning and i and i will show you someone who's going to be successful the the opposite is also true show me someone who's lost their motivation And I'll show you somebody who's not going to keep it up for much longer. And we all know what that feels like, right? So I think it is really as simple as if you get pleasure and motivation from speaking, even right at the beginning, then that's exactly what you should do. Because the motivation is the the greater good. And so that's basically where I come down on, on, on on that topic. And I do think that for most people, Speaking is hugely motivating, especially when they get to speak with a kind of safe person, such as a tutor from italki who, or, or anywhere else for that matter. But, you know, the question is, you know, why, why do I recommend italki? Um, if, when you get to speak your target language with a safe person who doesn't cut you off, who doesn't correct your errors all the time, who doesn't give you funny looks, who listens patiently and helps... Helps you continue the conversation. That is incredibly motivating and incredibly pleasurable. And so I, I think to the extent that you enjoy that interaction, then who who am I to say that you shouldn't start speaking at the beginning? You know. I personally do quite enjoy speaking at the beginning. I mean, you mentioned my Italian project, Luca. So the thing with that was that I mean, I although I spent the first month Without speaking at all. And if anyone hasn't seen this, by the way, you can go to my YouTube channel and so just search for Ollie Richards Italian and you'll find the project there. I documented the whole thing with videos every week. Um, although I didn't do any speaking or any studying, you know, traditional study for the first month, it's not to say that I didn't want to. I I really did want to speak, actually. So I mean, I I could have, I guess. Who's to say that I couldn't have spoken from the beginning? And had exactly the same results I don't know we don't have the counterfactual do we? so i don't I don't know um but so I, I I really enjoy speaking for me personally interacting with other human beings is the most useful and um pleasurable thing about about language learning so i'm all, I, I, I do have a bias towards that so it you know it's that that old thing of uh, as i like to say don't let the great get in the way of the good and this that's not my saying that's um who you said is it I used to know who who's uh, who's uh, who's saying that was. I'll have to look that up for the for the next time because it's not good to pretend that you're saying stuff that other people said. That's not 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 fair on the person that said it. It's a it's a great expression. Don't let the great get in the way of the good. And so that is, I think, what applies here. We don't want to let the great, i.e., the high order language learning theory, get in the way of the good, which is what's going to motivate us to carry on. So, Luca, I hope that explains my position. That is where I come down on this right now. And with that, I think I'll sign off. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Great to uh, be back here with you. Please, 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 pretty please, leave me a review. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes. There are a lot of podcasts out there these days, and um, you know, poor old Ollie is going to find himself um, you know, outranked by some of these Other podcasts, we're not careful. So, if you'd like to, if you wouldn't mind taking a second to rate and review the podcast on iTunes, I would super, super, super appreciate it. Likewise, if you'd like to ask me a question by voicemail, please do. I um, am going to, well, I keep saying that, don't I? But I am getting back into this podcasting thing. I mean, I know we've done like 300 and however many episodes now, but I am. I'm back. I promise you, I'm back. So, keep sending me questions so I can answer them. And the place to do that is by going to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash ask. That's IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash ask, A-S-K. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you back in the next episode of the podcast. Take care what is the most difficult stage in learning a new language? Well, many people will tell you that it is speaking. It's when you first start to speak and you have those kind of terrifying conversations in front of a native speaker for the first time. And it's terrifying because you realize that actually all that stuff you thought you knew, well, it turns out you didn't know it quite as well as you thought. You begin to freeze up. You trip over the, over your words. Your memory just stops working. And speaking is just an all round distressing experience. We've all been there. I've been there in many, many languages. And and to help with this, I've written a series of books called 101 Conversations. And these conversations are designed to tell a story. So right from the first one to the very last one, it tells a really interesting story that's completely set in the target language. And these, because these are conversations, there is no narrative. There's no fluffy descriptions. It is just blow by blow real conversations in the target language that are going to help you learn and memorize the most important words and phrases in the language so that you can speak with more confidence now these books i've written in french german italian spanish english and they're all available on amazon so if you head over to amazon.com and you search for ollie richards 101 then they should pop right up that is on amazon.com search for ollie richards 101 and you can find there the Kindle version, the paperback version, the audio version, so that you can train your ear at the same time. There is, these will keep you busy for weeks, if not months, and they're also super affordable, so I hope you go and check them out, and I hope you enjoy the books. Once again, on Amazon.com, simply search Ollie Richards 101.